0: Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Rushak. I'm here with my special guest all the way from India. I'm going to let you say your name as we discussed this a few seconds ago because I'm going to butcher it otherwise.
1: Hi, hello, how are you?
0: Good, and yourself? Can you tell our audience your name real quick for me?
1: Oh, well, sure. Uh, My name is Kailash Ameser.
0: See, this is why I don't say names very often. (laughs) (laughs) I am the queen of butchering names, but it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, you have two wonderful books out. Your last, your current one is called The Stolen House, Truth is Stranger Than Fiction. That's right. Okay, what little bit, what is
1: that about? Well, sure. Uh, before that, uh, I would like to thank you very much for inviting me on this global show and allow me to talk about my book. Thank you so oh, much.
0: You are uh, so welcome.
1: Uh, uh, well, uh, talking about The Stolen House, it's a fiction book. Um, it's a book about a maverick cop oh, who is very relentless to pursue you know the truth. And um, while uh, on his way, uh, he was about to get promoted. He comes uh, to a very strange um, case in his life, which is a stolen house, a stolen house uh, of a lawyer. So the book is about uh, you know the house getting stolen, and uh, um, it's about a lawyer and a cop. So, cool.
0: Where did you come
1: up with the idea for the book? Uh, well, the plot was there in the mind for a very long time, but uh, I never got time, you know, to mm-hmm. pen down these ideas. While uh, I was uh, on a business trip in Italy, long back, and uh, since there was an ample time, you know, I thought of started writing there. And uh, from, you know, from that time I started writing, and till today I'm writing. So oh, I know well. And the success of Stolen House has, you know, kept me on toes to, you know, to keep more writing for the readers.
0: Okay, now your first book, though, after you leave, your last job, that's a more of a business book, an entrepreneurial book. What is that?
1: Uh, well, that's a non-fiction book. Uh, it's about, you know, leaving a job and starting your own business. Uh, it looks very really easy and a cool idea, you know, to give up a job and uh, start up your own venture and starting up a business. Um, maybe the idea looks very cool and easy, but it's very challenging at the same time. You know? So book takes down to a journey wherein when you leave your job and you start your own business, that's the journey about.
0: Oh, being an entrepreneur myself, I can tell you it is never easy starting your own company. Never.
1: Right. It looks easy, I said, but it's very, very challenging.
0: Oh, I know. I didn't believe that until I did it myself. <laughs>
1: right. So a basic idea like when you have worked, you know, when you uh, when you were a salary person, you know, uh, maybe every morning you have to report someone. Mm-hmm. Maybe every morning you uh, have to, you know, show your face to someone and uh, do that even to you. Maybe you bounded with the time. Maybe there was a time challenging job for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you paid for everything. So once you become an entrepreneur, you arrange for your own travels, you yeah. for your own mobile bills, you arrange for everything.
0: Exactly. So the idea
1: looks good, but it's very really challenging.
0: It is. I mean, on paper, everything looks great. When you get rid of the paper and everything, it's like, what did I do? Am I crazy? And then you get into a. get into it, and everything starts growing, and then you're like, you just love what you do, otherwise, why are you doing it, right? (laughs) Right, right. So, what are you working on for your next book?
1: Uh, Well, uh, currently, I'm working on the series of The Stolen House, so that's Mm -hmm. going to be Stolen House 2.
0: Okay.
1: A series of the same mystery. Uh, putting it ahead to whatever the characters are left now.
0: So do we have a possible when that one's going to be released?
1: No, I'm sorry?
0: Do you know when that one's going to be out? Uh,
1: it's going to take some time you know, because of the current situation, uh, what we are facing right now. It's globally. So yeah. there's ample of time to write, uh, but editing and the other publication challenges are... Really big
0: ones. Oh, I'm here in the U.S. I'm seeing the opposite, actually, because, like we said, you're over mm-hmm. in India. I'm over here in the U.S. So this is a global show today. But publishing right. in the U.S. during this pandemic is a lot easier than it is normally. That that's, it, it mm-hmm. makes completely so, opposite sense.
1: So i tell you, one of uh, the books in between I have already written. It is in editing which is a non-fiction again. Okay. Um, the name of the book is uh, The Men on DV, Domestic Violence. That's the other side of story, mm-hmm. you know. So we have heard a lot about women going through domestic violence and what they face. Uh, but what yeah, happens when hear a man is... about the men. Right, we don't hear about the man. But uh, uh, eventually, if you look uh, like 10 years from now, if you mm-hmm. look back 10 years, there were no... Um, uh, domestic violence cases filed against men. So this five or ten years, it's been uh, the ratio has been going very, very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, most mm-hmm. of them are fake cases, you know. Yes. Just to get rid of the marriage. So what are the challenges when you file a fake case? So the book is about that, and because of the epidemic situation, it's under editing. And uh, you know, uh, since in our country, uh, there's strict lockdown follow-up. You know none of the states have been spared off mm-hmm. so um, you know till uh, that time. So most of the non-essential services uh, have been stopped.
0: right? yeah, it, it's we never he- okay, in the states, we rarely hear uh, anything about men in domestic violence on their side, or they're the problem or not the problem, but the one men is a problem we hear a lot of fake cases of women claiming domestic violence just to get vendetta of, on their acts i guess i don't i don't right know. right
1: it, it, so the, the basically the book is about the journey the kind of humiliation a man goes because of these fake cases mm-hmm. um, everything you know right from his dignity you know and everything Everything goes off because of just one fake case. So it could be domestic violence. It could be rape. It could be anything. Right. Uh, So that's the journey of that book. And uh, I'm hoping once the lockdown is over, we'll soon publish this.
0: That's going to be awesome. I mean, we need more books like that that call for social social, equality, equality in the world. We really do need these books. So,
1: well, I personally love to, you know, write only fiction,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: uh, at some time uh, it's an urge for, you know, to write non-fiction from time to time. So nowadays I see a lot of people writing about COVID-19. You know, it is good. You know, people writing about COVID-19 after the, this epidemic situation. Mm-hmm. The future should know what exactly has happened.
0: Yeah. I have a I have a book that we're doing right now. It, it's me and two other authors. Oh wow, um,
1: that's that's really nice to hear. Yeah, really nice. we're
0: we're doing a journal like it's, we're going to change a few names and places and things like this, make it really ready for publishing. But we started writing a journal during this pandemic from I think February. And okay. from there till now, our personal experience, our mindset, our we're watching the news and we're going to, oh my goodness, this can't be happening to everything that's happened to now. I mean there's parts in there that are fun and fluffy because we had a good day at whatever we're doing versus the news in stark contrast. It might not be a bestseller now, but in 10 years, people need to know this stuff.
1: Well, definitely, ma'am. Um, at times, I think, uh, uh, as an author, since you are also an author, mm-hmm. you just don't write for a bestseller, but nonfiction are something you just want people to know. This has right. happened, and, right. and I'm sure the one which you're writing is going to be a bestseller because this situation is one of, one of those situations which has made globally upside down no one could have imagined ever
0: no it's like the worst it is a mix between jumanji and stephen king's the strand like seriously right and we we look at it from a fictional point of view like this can never happen in real life and now we're living it and we're like Everything's turned upside down. Everything's disrupted. And it's just, it's not just the virus. It's the economical side of it as well.
1: Well, on my personal point of view, uh, yes, uh, it's in a world upside down, uh, and economical conditions are going to be very, very bad. But again, at the same time, the best, uh, the biggest learning, which I think everyone has gone through in this, is mm-hmm. we would need nature with technology, not just technology.
0: Yeah. It, there's a lot of things that are going to be coming out now that a year ago we wouldn't have thought of. But right. from an entrepreneur side of it, it's a great time to see what other talents you may have to go into, okay, once everything opens up, I want to do this with my life. So that is a good thing. But that's here neither here nor there. So, other than your books, what do you do for fun?
1: What keeps me, I'm sorry?
0: Other than
1: writing your books, what do you do for fun? What do, you do? What do I do for fun? Uh, the major of the time is occupied in books. <laughs> Apart from that, uh, <laughs> uh, I would be glad to say that uh, I'm the first person for uh, um, to get uh, as a speaker platform on any Atex, like uh, the one is TEDx. Uh, currently, the one coming up is any Atex, so... Uh, as an, uh, I mean honored to, you know, invited a speaker to them. So maybe I was the first speaker on the NEX platform once the lockdown is over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is about grooming, uh, new authors, upcoming authors, giving them ideas. Um, I've seen people, you know, they have been, they want to write books. It's been years. They are just thinking about to write the books, but for some reasons, they, you know, never wrote a single word. Right they scared of, you know, uh, some are scared of writing, some are scared of publishing, some are scared of their own skills, but uh, they just don't write.
0: Right. The, I tell authors this all the time. If you want to be an author, you have to actually physically write something. Your first draft... So, Bob,
1: uh, hmm, that's the first step, yes. Yeah. So, uh, there are there are a lot of people who are not ready to take the first steps and as an author you understand there are so many challenges but yes once you start writing you will overcome all the challenges mm
0: -hmm. you have to believe in yourself in order to have others believe in you Right. and if you don't write how are you ever going to be the author you want to be it's a catch-22. I want to do this, but I'm too scared to do it. Well, then you're never going to get to the next step. Sit down. And just write.
1: So uh, the topic is about, you know, how to groom them
0: mm-hmm. and how
1: to make them work to start up their first book.
0: Right. And so
1: Well-prepared and, uh, yeah, sorry.
0: No, so... What is your first step to groom an author?
1: I think, uh, unless you get into the water, you cannot learn swimming. The first step will be start writing. Uh, if somebody is serious about, uh, taking writing as a career, you know, uh, this comes from a very famous author who once mentioned in his book, if you want to take writing as a career, the first thing is you need to have a discipline. Now. What he actually meant by discipline was, you have to write every day. It could be just two pages. It could be just one page, but ensure that you write.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, unless you don't start with that discipline, you will never reach. So obviously, we all need to have a deadline to write. But uh, the most and the foremost important thing is to create a discipline in yourself. Like for me, <clears throat> I start my day at 5:30 in the morning.
0: Okay.
1: And I write till seven or 7:30, whatever time. So because the time works for me. I can play at that time with my character. I can give shades to my character. That time may not work for someone else. You know, right. Someone else can write in the afternoon time, evening time, or night time. Whatever time is suitable for you. But you just write it. It could be just two pages. And don't worry about grammar. Uh, don't worry about fancy words. You know, Eventually, we all learn. Mm-hmm. You know, Once you face those challenges, that is how you will start learning. So the basic idea will be to start writing. Bend down your thoughts, that's a basic thing one has to do.
0: Yeah, it, it's and, like, uh, like for me, I write at nighttime because the house is still and quiet, and I don't worry about my grammar, I don't worry about anything. I just sit and let the ideas go to paper, and then I'll go back and fix it later.
1: That's correct. And again, you know, once mm-hmm. we segregate both into you know, two genres, fiction and non-fiction. Mm-hmm. So there are certain ways to write. I'm sure as an author, you know, mm-hmm. for a non-fiction writer, it may take a lot of time. It might take a year to write a book. You know, it totally depends on what, uh, uh, for a fiction writer, to what kind of plot he wants to create. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of book, what kind of characters, because our author has to live every character. Author has to imagine every character, and that is how they can portray it. Uh, For fiction, I have seen the readers, they pick up one of the characters and they start living it. So you never know which character they might like. So every character has to be given a good, you know, uh, particular thing. You never know which character they like. They may wonder, and they may imagine that character in themselves. For non-fiction... I think it's pretty easy, a little easy. Not very easy, but a little easy for a non-fiction. Wherein, if you want, you can you know, write it in a month and publish. It could be that easy.
0: Right. The, the two genres, they're a little bit different, but depending on your mindset, one might be easier for you to write than the other. And if this comes between authors. Is this... Some authors, like yourself, can write both. There's other ones that can only write one or the others, not in their mindset to write the other side.
1: Right. But again, in section, you know, uh, 90% of the time you, you could finish with a deadline of a month. Mm-hmm. But there are certain books, like your book, you cannot finish it in a month. Mm-hmm. You want to take more time unless you get over entirely on the situation Maybe you're looking for that everything to be get over, and then you, you know, complete your book. Right. So yeah, that's totally depending on that.
0: So where can our listeners find you?
1: Um. Well, uh, I have a website. Uh, that's authorkelash.com dot com. Um. I. Uh, my Book page is on Facebook. That's Facebook slash authorkalash dot com. And um, I'll tell you a very interesting thing, you know, about which I found like a year or two back, which my actually friends found about me. So when you type any Google name for a, a very non-famous personality, mm-hmm. like any name, you type it on Google, the first name and last name, mm-hmm. you can see multiple searches and. When you type my full name, Kela Shamesar, you can see all the five pages on my name because it's a very unique name. Right. There's no other person with that name.
0: Right. You have one of these names I've never seen before. I don't – you're unique in that perspective. I'm over here in the U.S. I don't <laughs> see a lot of names from over in India other than a few friends that I have over there. But at the same time, it's just it stands out.
1: So basically, that's in my country as well. Mm-hmm. I have a very unique name here also. There's no other name which could pop up on Google itself. Well,
0: that's always a good thing when you're trying to sell books, right? <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> that's, unique right. That that's right. That makes is...
1: me stand out. Yeah. <laughs> and apart from that, uh, the books uh, are available on all the channels online right from amazon flipkart and everywhere
0: there we go see you're just everywhere and it's so great and i'm going to have to read the solar house because this one is just a little interesting to me but something else caught my eye while i was going through your page. And that's because you started your career as a production scheduler with leading production houses. What is that? What is a production Um, scheduler?
1: That's my first job um, uh, where I started as a production scheduler. That's for TV shows. Okay. Um, uh, That's when uh, uh, there were a lot of TV shows started in India. And uh, we had an opportunity where we had multiple channels, you know, uh, earlier in the year, there was only one channel. Now we have so many. Right. So uh, that was the time I started working. And uh, my job was to coordinate with uh, all the artists, make a schedule from the script. So based on the script, I used to make a schedule, okay. uh, which will be depending on the location and the availability of the artist.
0: Okay.
1: So, so uh, the job involved went... me to read the entire script right from... You know, the day it starts shooting till whatever it is written.
0: Yeah, don't don't you find reading the scripts from beginning and just some of them are so daunting, especially the oh romance dramas can be or the pure. Fictional drama that just is based on real life, but it doesn't have a lot of uh, actiony scenes in it. it. They're just, to me, very daunting to read. I mean, it makes great stories and stuff, but they get daunting after a while.
1: So uh, now, when 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 you're talking about a job, mm-hmm. so uh, the interest doesn't matter there. <laughs> First thing that because you're getting paid for it, right? Uh, well, yes. If if to have been not my profession, mm-hmm. I would not be able to read any of them because when you talk about TV serial fiction, mm-hmm. they have um, absolutely nothing to do with real life,
0: right?
1: And the creativity when you read it, you won't feel like seeing any of the web series or you know the serials.
0: Right. It's, it's just, if it's not your job, you don't want to, want to be the <laughs> I
1: would have never done that. <laughs> uh, and since I've been reading so many books, I love to read more books. And any author is actually a reader first. I'm mm-hmm. sure you have, you know, read a lot of books and you might have your own uh, bookshelf. So yes. I personally believe any author is a reader first. Mm-hmm. And reads a lot before writing anything.
0: Oh yes, I have about two hundred books around me at any time. So.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That's, Yeah. That's good. And I feel uh, the source of writing, maybe the idea and the plots and the characters are there, but the source of writing again is the books which gives us.
0: Right. Well, we're almost out of time, and I wanted to thank you so much for being on the show today. I love doing these international worldwide calls or shows and everything, so thank you so much for being here with me today.
1: Thank you very much for the invitation, and thank you so much. And uh, please be safe, be careful, be home, ma'am.
0: Yes, you too. That's one thing we want to propose. Thank you. Stay home, be safe, just relax. Read something, read something. (laughs) Have have a wonderful rest of your day.
1: You too. Thank you so much.
0: Uh Bye-bye.